Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it is Monday. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia, and I bet uh, both of you guys have a couple good weekend claims to fame, right? Well, we know what Julia's, Julia's. is going to be, and it has to be a whole segment at 3.15. That's true. <laughs> Hootie fast. <laughs> I, do. I had girlfriends calling me, what time is Julia going to talk oh. about it? Because people who follow us on Instagram, right. we're because you're just a little bit, because you're I on vacation, I understand yes. it, but... You know, people are looking for new ways, new things to travel. Because sometimes you get in a rut with your trips. Yes. And going to a music festival is so much fun. Ocean front. Ocean front. So that's yeah. your weekend claim. There fame, it is. Unless you had another one. And I'll pass. Let's okay. hear you guys. Well, I'll, t- I'll I talk guess, about it in a minute. I guess uh, uh, my weekend claim to fame is that I lived up to the nickname Glamour. Oh, look nice. At, look That's at this. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you know what that means? That means having. You a, did some grandparenting. No, but it means this glamma had a baby at her house for six days. I mean, fun. And didn't change one diaper or do one feeding. Well, that's a that's glamour. a glamour. Okay, this is a seven, seven month old. You're hysterical. Okay, now Grandpa Trampoline was doing everything: the blowouts, the this and the that, and I was the game player, and I was the snuggler, and walk around and look at lights, and I do just the glamorous baby. Nice, <laughs> yeah, you get the good chores. Isn't she funny? And then, and then when the the older kids came over on Saturday, we finally had our Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Because COVID stopped COVID that. Interrupted mm-hmm. our Christmas, and we've had all these gifts, you know, oh. and fun things for a five and an eight oh. year old. And so they were excited to have. I said, well, How do you guys feel about Christmas in January? And oh, they were excited, but um, because you get presents again, presents again, <laughs> but they all went sliding. Well, I went upstairs and read The Ursulina by Brian Freeman and just rested before the wave I of love presents. I did Pilates. <laughs> then I read a little bit and then Casey picked up the food. And I mean, I was just... You really don't. Uh, you really are a kept woman. I'm, at a, some glamour, place. I'm a glamorous... <laughs> she, is. Uh, she is. I behaviorist. love it. A he takes everyone sliding, does the activity, and then goes and gets food and, and gets brings the it food. home. And then in the sliding, you know, hauls him up. Oh, highland. oh yeah. I mean, you know, he was just he exhausted. He sees it as a God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just sliding along, doing the glamorous things of getting out plates. And I mean, he even went so far as to, we had frosted animal crackers, but no ice cream. So he let the kids put hot fudge and caramel on top of the frosted Yummy. animal crackers. Oh, that sounds Yummy. delicious. And mash them up <laughs> with some butterscotch oh, chips. Oh, oh my gosh. They oh were my like gosh. In, they were like in heaven. You so. add ice cream to that, you might be but in I heaven. But I bought all that glamorous <laughs> stuff. Oh, see? I always buy the frosted animal crackers, not the plain ones. Let's sawdust. The frosted. So okay, we're going to have pink and white. Oh, the frosted. <laughs> the frosted Those ones. are so good. Anyway, so yeah, I'm leading up to glamour. Good. I love it. What about you, Grant? Uh, you know, helped out the parents a little bit this weekend because they're out of town, so nothing too crazy. Just checked on the house. But I did, uh, I was proud of this one little weekend claim of fame. I, I put, my friend was in Vegas last weekend. Mm-hmm. He goes often, and I had him put down some money for me hey, on. Oh? 
the uh, the Bengals. Oh my gosh! Money line and on the Niners money, not money line. Excuse me, with the points. So I don't even know what that means. Yeah. So basically, they both covered. Both of them covered. So, so I won. won money. I won a good amount of money this weekend. So what? that was all fun. That's and, a big weekend claim yeah. to fame. We love winning money. Yeah, I won some good money, and I hedged my emotions because I really wanted the Rams and Chiefs to win. So if they didn't, if if it didn't work out that way, I'd still get paid. So oh, it was. Oh, I nice. won financially. Psychological betting. Yeah, I hedged my emotions. Mm-hmm. There's. So. Some I'm a glamorous behaviorist, and you're a psychological better. There you go. There was a person on the <laughs> East Coast that actually, at the beginning of the season, predicted that it would be the Rams wow. and the Bengals. And, you know, all this all this convenient betting that people are allowed to do now on their phones. Yeah. He predicted the right thing, and he won like 600 grand. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And I'll never forget. Like the actual score? I, I think so. He no, did the, the spreads the, yeah, or whatever. The, yeah, yeah, by having the spreads and just... If you're going to predict the two teams at the beginning of the year, the odds that you're going to get are going to be outstanding. Yes. So Unless you're picking like the two best teams. Oh, but Julia no, and I have made Super Bowl bets okay. on the Vikings for but, years. But the one our, year when I really did it, you know, really actually went and did a bet. My kids, I said, I'm going to Vegas. Who should I bet on? And they both said the Cleveland Browns. And you bought As a tickets? joke. Yeah. As a joke to me, thinking, there's no way mom will do that. I did. <laughs> and did they win? No, no not even. The Cleveland oh. Browns haven't even been close in not, years. It, right. And they were just came me and I said, well, that cost me $50. Oh. <laughs> thing one, thing two. Yes. Thing one, thing two. Yeah. You know, got so. me again. Mom, your billboards are everywhere. One of them said to me last night. Oh, yeah. Casey came home on Friday and said, he was like, oh, my gosh, you and Jules look good up there. You do. You guys look great. It's It's a fun photo. It is. It is fun. I want you to have nail polish on your nails, of course. Oh, But it's so far away, no one can see. see that far away. Who cares? I know. That is one thing I'm not glamorous about. Ever. My fingernails. You know why, Julia? I have strong, long fingers. Why do I need to draw any attention by putting... Talons. I mean, I don't want to have Khloe Kardashian chicken fingers. Neither do I, but I love... Well, your fingers are not long enough, okay? Your feet are like hand, little tiny baby hands. Yeah, okay, that, this that, is so It good. gives it more proportion with you. With, yeah. with Lori, it brings it out of proportion. I mean, look at it. I mean, did you At see my legs in the blood bank chair? They you, looked like they were t- 50 inches. Good for you. How did that go? Oh, I burst into tears after it was all over. It was so emotional. Oh, what did they say to you? They no, they just were. They said, "Well, you're you saved three lives today." Okay, so that's serious. Lord. Yeah, Good for it you. was cool. And it was easy. I yeah, mean, it really was. And I, so I'm gonna and you know, you looked comfortable doing it. Yeah, I really was. I didn't even. I was all I did was two social media posts, and it was over. That quick, huh? With but one, I almost with, with one hand. I, with yeah, I am with my lefty. Oh Lord, you would have been proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> I just did two social media posts, and, and it was, was over. over. I love. I mean, you. in relationship, I brought a book. Yeah, but I don't know how I would have even held it. You well, know, that's why I'm running. Because it's like when I get a manicure or something with one hand, you yeah. try to still do something with the other. That's why I don't get manicures. I, I want to read a book <laughs> while I'm getting my toes done and telling <laughs> the lady to be gentle, gentle, be gentle. They tickle. No, I Lori hate doesn't having... like her nail growing out over the end of her finger. Let's be honest. You can't she can't handle it on her toes mm-hmm. or on her hands. Yeah, she can't right, handle the thought it's... of a nail exceeding the tip of her fingers. It's justifiable. Yeah. I'm with you. One You're... time when I was eight no, I was I was still in high school and I had an ingrown toenail. I would cut my toenails so short. And my mom Ouch, I was like in high school. Hurts. And my mom brought me to the Air Force Base in Duluth, you know, the clinic or whatever. And the guy had to take off my toenail. And oh. I'll just tell you what. 
Takes a whole year in case anyone pulls off. Grow your, back. Yeah. Whoa. <clears throat> and it grows back bumpy. So if you ever get in a position where somebody is taking off your toenails or fingernails, which I just saw Marty Bird and Ozark get done. Oh, yes. In oh, season two. <laughs> yes, it will I take remember. a year to grow back. And yes, you will limp for a while. Really hurts. It throbs. Oh. Oh, anything like with a nail on your toes. Yeah. Oh. But it, I forgot I'm re watching. You will. Yes, you Ozark. will limp for Ozark. a year. <laughs> That was a scene and a half. Oh, oh my that God. was season two. I season hated two. That's when I had to. I just that show gave me so much. Anxiety. Oh, we have been loving it. We're almost. We're in the middle of season three. We'd forgotten it because that show has been on for so long, and only the fourth season just dropped, and it's aired since 2017. Okay. It's had big chunks of time, right? With so, binging involved in that as well. Not like it wasn't a weekly release back in the day, right? No, it was, it just was a on, binge right? Done. And then, right. So it's been yeah. kind of fun um, to catch up. To catch up, cool. And uh, Colleen Lindstrom had a funny tweet this weekend. She said, "May I be as unflappable in life as I, as Marty Bird is with all of his bleep." <laughs> Because oh, he's the most funny. unflappable character I think we've ever seen True. be involved in bad things. True. True. All right, listen, we come back. Julia's weekend claim to fame. We're going to get the blow-by-blow blow of Hootie Fest in Cancun. We'll be right back. I only heard that three nights in a row. Did they play three okay. nights in a row? Yeah, so I um, had so much fun at Hootie Fest 2022, and it was such a spontaneous thing. And where was it? It was at the Moon Palace in Cancun, and it was four nights and days of live music. Oh, my gosh. And it was a 1990s, midnight, you know, 90s group. So three nights of Hootie, Bare Naked Ladies one night, Blues Traveler, Spin Doctor, Sister Hero, Total Red Spark, and then at the pool parties, they had um, other bands like Cowboy Mouth out of Louisiana, yeah. Occasional Milkshake, which has the Mark Bryan, the guy with the curly funny yeah, yeah, hair yeah, from yeah, Hootie's yeah. band. It's his band. And um, it was so much fun. And, and so it was my friend here and her college roommate friends that live in Phoenix, who I'd met a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And one of them is just like, we need a, they were looking for a fourth person. Would Julia go? And she's like, I, I doubt it. I know she won't. Mm-hmm. And, and then you she surprised asked everybody. Me and, I, and I said, okay, what the hell? What do I got to lose? Right. And so this was... Why I think this was just so bloody perfect was that we never had to make any decisions. Mm. And there was a group of us. Mm-hmm. And we shared. Because it was an all-inclusive. It was an all-inclusive. And we shared one room. Oh, my God. So, oh, that would have been great for sleeping. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. And the beds Was were it one clean, bathroom? One bathroom. Oh, boy. And it, so the the room was not deluxe or anything. I mean, we made six payments of a lot of money to get this spot. Um, but it was, um, we got in our room and I was just like, oh no. That's what I would have done. I would have been like, I'm getting my own. Oh no. Well, it was probably sold out. No, I'm sure. You know, yeah. yeah. I, we asked when we got for checked an upgrade in or for an upgrade. I mean, but it was just, yeah, it was just such a long day. You didn't care if you got a closet. You right, just wanted to right. get in your room. Did right. it feel like college days cramming, like saving money, cramming I, five people well, into a the single room? Too, hotel I room. loved it, Grant, because the beauty of this these rooms at some of these all inclusives is they think people are going to be really romantic and want to take hot tubs in their room. <laughs> oh, oh, the big bathroom has very no, little no. space because of the tub. The tub it was in the living room. Oh, so instead of a couch. <laughs> And a coffee table, we had a pool. Who slept in there? No one, because it was just a hair short. I, I think if you were <laughs> four seven, you would have been okay. So you tried. <laughs> uh, we did get in there and take some photos. But I'm telling you, so so after that initial shock of, oh, yeah, this is it. Okay. And thinking, well, they could have done the 
space over here better for mm. this many people in a room and move some of the chairs out to the lanai, which was on the first floor. Oh, you guys had a first floor room? Uh-huh. Did you like that? It's okay. Yeah, that means and no. So, that means so, no. <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of furniture, so um, the ironing board was one of our tables. Okay. Outside. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've been there before, but I was like 21 years old. serious. (laughs) And so we're trying to figure out how to organize things. So you each got a drawer that was like two inches high. And, and, you know, it was funny. You packing cubes. Lori, I packed way too much. <laughs> oh no! I could have stayed for a month. Yeah, but because but I you end don't up, have options, I and you don't know what the weather is going to be. And after the initial shock of this is it, that's all we thought about it. Yeah, it was never an issue because okay. you didn't really care what you right. looked like. We're at a beach. Right. We're yeah, at a resort. Right. Yep. And I so, loved your matching shirts. Was that oh, so you could find each other? Well, one of the gals. Okay, two of them brought us. I didn't know we were supposed to bring gifts. Okay. Um, for each other. Oh. So these were our Phoenix. Real our Southern friends were very hospitable. One of them works, um, I can't say where, but it's a, a golf club where Hootie has a membership in mm-hmm. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So we got those shirts. And then another one thought we should have dra- day drinker shirts on, which I thought, <laughs> I'm not going to wear that. They were so cute. They were so much fun. They yeah. were adorable. Because you were all four. So much fun yeah. to wear. They were so much fun to wear. Because it's a conversation, an icebreaker. You must have met a million people. We did. Okay, so after the first day, we realized, you know, we didn't have the lay of the land because we didn't get our chairs. You know, the whole thing, I think, when you go to a resort is getting your damn beach chair. Oh. That is like, that should be a book and a podcast. 7 7 a.m. That wasn't early enough. Oh, it wasn't at your place. Oh, wow. No, Lori, there were people, so the, finally the last night, they got up at like 6.30 a.m., and we wanted, they, I'm going to say not we, yeah, the girls. wanted to be right in the water in mm-hmm. front of the summer pool party, you yeah. know the pool party? It was the coldest day. Oh, no. I had to set up tables to tiptoe onto the chair to get in the water. We laughed so hard. We just, <laughs> everything was so much fun and funny. Yeah, and the music sounded the great. The music was great, and it, the way they had it set up, you know, we all had wristbands, and it was all inclusive, so nothing mattered. Right. Um, and, you know, the concerts at night, it would open. They had all these kind of, like, little places to get food and stuff. The only issue, the merchandise was, like, way far away, and we didn't get to it to the last day, so everything was gone, pretty much. Yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So that would have been a change. Yeah. But it was set up. There were but picnic the sound tables. Was good. The sound was fantastic. Was it, it only rained the first day. Okay. Um, it was beautiful at night. 
there weren't so many people that we weren't like right up at state. We were right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could be as close as you wanted, go hang out in the back. Mm-hmm. The sound you could hear everywhere in the resort. It was, it was just. It was perfect. It was like a party wherever you went. Now, was it, was. it was it one stage, right? So you were battling. Stage. Nice. That's no. good. So you were yeah. just constantly focused on one area. Right. You didn't have to pick between one or one get one group. And we knew we were always going to be the left yeah. of the stage. Right. Nice. Okay, and so cool. we'd meet people. I we, love we left play, of the stage. We played mm-hmm. cards. I know, Laurie. We played a lot of <laughs> euchre. We had a f- other funny game. We played. And um, were there some cute guys? Or Everyone was, it, was married. Everyone was married. Okay. I'm going to say this about that. Okay. If you wanted to flirt, mm-hmm. um, we did meet some 20-somethings. Oh, good. And a couple 30-somethings. Okay. But they were like on one hand. That oh, many really? single people. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Mm. And were groups of guys or no, gals? No. More, there were a couple groups of gals. We need more bachelor parties at Hootie Fest next year. Right. And one <laughs> of the guys, okay, so the very first day, we're on the beach. And, um, you know... I was so excited to read. Yeah. You know, Laurie, I was so, and the yeah. girls wanted to be in the pool and do right. all that. And I'm like, go, go, go leave me alone. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy, please. And I read a book that's coming on in a couple of weeks, The Cage. So bloody good. Oh, it's good. not even out yet. It's so okay. good, Laurie. Okay. Um, but so when the girls come back, you know, I am the most experienced divorcee. Yes, you are. You're, you're not a dating toddler anymore. No, you I'm the most it. experienced of the group. Mm-hmm. So there were questions to be asked. And this man behind us, his name is Paul, and he was from South Carolina, and we thought he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. And so he's heard us all day long. You give the d- clinic, detailed advice. The, the clinic. sexual clinic oh, I had on the beach with a piece of fruit. Yes. The next clinic we had, the conversations we had, <laughs> it was hysterical. And when we get up to leave at the end of the day, and we all have a good buzz. Yeah. And he goes, Day drinkers. Yeah. And he said, Ladies, probably the best. Hey. Of my life. And we're like, you were sleeping. He goes, oh, no. Oh, no. It was impossible to do around you. And boy, did I learn a lot. <laughs> it was right. hysterical. Right. We just had so much fun. Oh, good. So thumbs up on you. Yes, I recommend it to people. Just, a, it was so great. Good. Yeah. Sounds like mm-hmm. a blast. All it right. Was, it was. Grand, what's happening on the road? Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. It's going to be a sports talk Monday oh, wow. today because uh, I know, Julia, you were following tennis wherever you were coming way back from Cancun. I kind of thought Grant would be watching it. And then mm-hmm. everybody was watching football yesterday, including moi. Well, no. that's, that made me laugh so much. Everyone's watching football. And I'm like, were you? I did, Julia. <laughs> I really <laughs> love you. Love to get in on the game at the end. But I watched the whole game and I watched the whole Nadal. Remember, oh. I was being a glamour and I oh. was I was I was at home. I had no choice <laughs> but to be at home. OK, <laughs> I was at home and I wasn't going anywhere. I was dying to go dancing because you had to be a parent. Oh, yeah. No, I was just like. But anyway, but it was it was just I loved everything, you know, about. Well, I mean, we'll talk about Nadal. We'll do tennis and TV later. But here's my question for you guys. Uh, because you two are experienced football people, watch it, pay attention, grant you one money. Was the Bengals Kansas City game, and your mom was so upset. I'm sure. Yeah. Kansas City fan. Was that an epic collapse or an epic comeback? Mm. Both. Mm. That's what Casey said. I would say both, but for for right now, I would say it's more of a collapse than it is a comeback because 
The Kansas City Chiefs have been there before. Yep. They've been to two Super Bowls. They've won one. And they were ahead by so much. And they were ahead by 17. I think it's more of, it's a beautiful comeback and it's a great story, but this is more, I think, on the shoulders of Patrick Mahomes this morning than it is on. I, I don't understand why he didn't score at the end of the game. Oh, he was running backwards. I, I kept saying to Casey, I don't know much about football, but I know the quarterback's running in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, those were, and he did it in the last two drives. They called plays like that constantly. And they had first and goal. And yeah. then they ended up back on the 30. And I, I said, this is not good. No. You know, I no. love Lori. By the way, I know I'm not a fan, but I know you're supposed to run towards <laughs> the towards, towards the end north, zone. South, north and then, south. And then north for south. this at the beginning of but the game. But at the Bengals, it's so exciting for them. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. I mean, I I don't know if it's all that's true that you know that it was the biggest comeback in football championship history. A- yes, it was in AFC championship history. Now in the Super Bowl. The uh, Patriots had a 24-point deficit that they came back from against the Falcons, but this was the biggest AFC championship thing. Now, this is also cool, is that Burrow, the quarterback for... Cincinnati. He won the Heisman Trophy in college. Yeah. Three years ago, he was a national champion at LSU, and now he's playing for the Super Bowl. Can you believe it that this will be the first time a quarterback in NFL history has won a Heisman and a college championship and is playing for a Super Bowl? That's wow. the first time. That's the first he's time. He's very it's cute. He is cute. He's, he's a very good guy. Cute. He, he looks like, like good Macaulay good... Culkin a little bit. Yeah. You guys see okay. that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, okay, the weird thing, I had to, I had to back it up. I said, because Casey wanted to DVR in case there were any plays you know he likes oh, to yeah. dvr the big game it's a guy thing it's such a guy thing but i mean i kind of so i go why is tom cruise is this a scientology yet i thought that doesn't happen till <laughs> super bowl because it's tom cruise doing a dramatic voiceover and he's walking out towards these a uh, hangar and jets and you know um is this at the beginning of the football game yes and al before they've sung or anything and al ron hubbard always does stuff with jets and stuff yeah, in their yeah. ads and, and he's trying to be very dramatic. And then I realized he is doing the dramatic voiceover to introduce the pregame thing, uh, thing tied into Top Gun 2. But it was oh, yeah. so odd. 100%. I had to rewind. I go, we got to watch that again. I don't understand what I'm seeing. Well, remember when you brought this up last week that this was going to happen and you said there were fighter jets that were going to be coming in? That well, that's is, the ad. That's the, the ad. This is a Top Gun yeah. Hollywood tie-in. They're, Scientology, Tom Cruise will not be in the Scientology recruitment ad that airs on Super Bowl Sunday. But I feel like that's his way of getting in there. Yes. You know, like the, the, the super, jets. You so know. I was really glad, you know, when the uh, Michael Buffer uh, said it to introduce the game. Let's get ready to rumble. I am a fan of that. Yes, I love that football guy. Yeah. I was, but Tom Cruise, I'm like, no, dude. No. He looked good though. I'm looking at yeah, it right now. It just it felt odd. And then Ashante's mic wasn't really on. And then the Kansas City crowd just started singing the national anthem. Her mic kept going in and out. Oh dear. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, um, Brandy was amazing before the San Francisco game in all white. She did a beautiful rendition. Kind of, you know, similar. She had a white jumpsuit on. Remember mm-hmm. Whitney wore the white tracksuit? Yes. And she gave a beautiful rendition. And then I thought, I can't lose with San Francisco or L.A. because the coach is so hot. <laughs> all the celebrities are there that they get panning to. And that Garoppolo dude for San Francisco, the quarterback, he's oh, hot as hell, but he played stunning. with crap. Yeah, he didn't play very well. Yeah. How about the halftime show during that fridge? Did you see this? During the halftime show of the Bengals-Cincinnati game, our guy who we talked about 
uh, who has that You Girl song. Oh, What's his name? Morgan. Nah, no, Wal- Wal- Walker Hayes. Walker Hayes. We oh, talked yeah. about this. He was performing the halftime oh, yeah. show and drowned it out. If you were watching halftime, you couldn't hear yeah. a single word that the announcers it? were saying oh, because on CBS, that's on CBS because the entire show was being drowned out. And they wow. had, if you saw pictures, literally, it's like they had 20 speakers right behind their oh, broadcast booth. They must have been furious. It was yeah. a really big snap. Well, he that was, was at the palace on Saturday night. Yeah, he was here, and then here. he went there Sunday for the game. I said that to my buddies. Yeah, yeah. so it was just like... But imagine if you were the audio and the sound person for oh, that, how much oh, trouble you'd yeah. be in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah big trouble. Big yeah. trouble. It was just fun and exciting. I talked to my dad at halftime, you know, and he goes, oh, I'm taking a nap this game. You know, Kansas City, it seems like they got it. You know, and then... Where did that all turn around? Yeah, that's why. I call him back after the game. I'm like, what was that? There's been a lot of turnarounds that had half, like Tampa Bay. I thought they were out of it too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then how about that, Michigan, with uh, Tom Brady on Saturday? Oh, you don't know because you're at Michigan. So it broke. Tom Brady announces his retirement. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, we Hollywood spoke what his people said about that a thing was coming. And we said, or at least I said, Giselle's putting her foot down. Yes, you did. You had made that clear that. And it's true. I mean, she had she had said that she kind of said, like, let's take some time. And the big she she wants a 65 year old husband who's not battling. Yeah. Some kind of CT, brain CT. damage, you know. Yeah, yeah he, twenty she, years seems like a long way away, Tom, because you're only forty five. But it'll be here before you know it. And I she, think she's wise. I, do I would too. be yeah. the same. But anyway, they it got out, and and then um, I love it. This would be like similar to um, KSTP here. So Crone Four News called up Tom Brady Sr. Yeah. at his house, and he answered the phone. Love it. And called he said, up Tom's dad. Okay. He said, uh, that, that's, my son hasn't told me that, but, I mean, people were ESPN, and then t- people took it down. Basically, he is going to retire, though. I think she's I think putting that it was, foot down. Yeah, I think it, the story was broken too soon, and yeah. I think that now Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buc- even the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came out to say that we haven't heard from, I think they've heard, I think yep. that they know, and I think everybody's upset that this was leaked prior to them being able to be the ones to leak it out and and to announce and have a press conference. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I just, to me, I just feel like we, he's going to retire. So I don't know what all of this, uh, he could play though. I give you this though. He, he, he should retire, but he can physically play. We would like to see these exciting young quarterbacks who scramble around. You're so funny. I don't want to just watch this guy in the pocket just looking to throw long passes. But you'll miss me. I see where you're coming from. She's pretending she knows what she's talking about. Sports fans will miss the day that they won't be able to see Tom Brady. That's what the end of the era of Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady is gone. And now it's Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. It's a new regime. You're right. It is a new regime. It's okay. I don't think the NFL misses out on anything. They had 20 years of him. That's true, but I want to watch history as long years, as it's years, you know? So. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah. Aiden Manning was very funny. He made an appearance on SNL. Yes, he did. That was hysterical. And what he did was he gushed over Emily in Paris and put a beret on well, instead funny. of talking about football. Sports and did that. Oh, he's funny. It I like him. It was hysterical. And Willem Dafoe hosted it. I'd give it a, you know, a B minus. Katy Perry performed with some latex mushrooms. And, you know, she was the musical performer. Was she good? Yeah, I like the first song, uh, the ballad. I was just so so on, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, you got a little taste of her Vegas show. It's very, you know, psychedelic it's always over and costumey. She's always over the top. But you- Peyton Manning, 
talking about the Emily in Paris was the funniest thing on SNL. And crazy enough, he was in town like was. five days ago. He was in town here at the MOA doing some filming for his new show. And he was out on Lake Minnetonka doing some ice fishing. Oh. So there's all these photos all over, like Bring Me the News and all over the news yeah. right now of, of Peyton Manning over championship weekend yeah. was here in Minneapolis hanging out doing a bunch of stuff for his new show. So that's kind of cool, too, that he was in Minnesota. He was out on Tonka ice fishing on Friday with John Randall. Yeah, and then Rusty Gaten B pointed out pretty early in the day, because, you know, on Saturday, late afternoon, it broke that Howard Hessman from WKRP in Cincinnati had passed away from complications of surgery at 81. And Rusty Gaten B said... Does anyone else think it's ironic that Cincinnati, the Bengals, won today? Oh, That's awesome. funny. Because, okay, of course, yeah. uh, Johnny Fever would have gone crazy. Yeah. Over oh, this. gosh. Yeah. You sent me that, and I started I, I immediately. I wasn't thinking about that, but when you sent me that, well, I just. Well, I wasn't either. Up. I was just reading Twitter. Sports Twitter yesterday was very fun. Yeah, it was good. You know? It's a good day for sports and a good day of being a, a glamour, as you said. Yeah, but it was just <laughs> fun, you know, to kind of. Watch that an exciting game now during the second game. Other than looking up when the hot coach or Casey would go, Oh, there's the Leo, and you know, they were scanning. Is the hot coach San Francisco or LA? LA, LA. oh, that guy is cute, yeah, he's really cute. And this is a second Super Bowl, like in five years, yeah, he's young guy, he's my age, he's 36 years old, yeah, Yeah, and he is is, he's awesome, he is just a they also had a snack, they had a faux pas too during, during that broadcast, which I was watching, and they said it was uh. I think it was Leonardo and or somebody else. It was oh, two they misidentified. misidentified two white people, two white actors and an actress. And it was actually some rapper and they his wife. They said they were Sarah Mich- Mich- Michelle Geller. Yeah, Sarah Geller. Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince yeah. Jr., I believe is who they said it was. But yeah, it was yeah, yeah. not that at all. So it was, there was all kinds of fun yeah, stuff happening it was just Yeah, it was, it was just kind of uh, fun to watch. But I just read my Brian Freeman book with for the second game because it was not exciting at all. You know, to watch. Okay. That's a game you could watch the last five minutes. Exactly. The and last that five minutes. Been plenty. That was... And that's usually my football MO. That's right. Larry. By the way. You changed it. You well, only because, I mean, you couldn't help but get engaged with that game. It was so exciting. Mm-hmm. You know? And just those two. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. They're all young guys. Most yeah. of the kids on that team are rookies. It's it just gives a you young hope team. for the Vikings, right? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. Casey felt hopeful. I like our new hire for our GM. He sounds great. And they're Did we interviewing hire someone. Yeah, oh, yeah, we hired a new GM over the weekend. He was the head of player personnel for the Cleveland Browns, and he was a big part of the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. So he's he's drafted a lot of great players. And right now, our biggest interviews for coaching are Jim Harbaugh, who is the head coach of Michigan, which was came out yesterday. That's big. And then the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator for the Rams, who's in the Super Bowl. So yeah. there's some fun fun buzz with the Vikings right You're now. You're welcome. Sports talk with LoJ. Honest to It beat. won't happen again till the day after the uh, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. But we can't <laughs> help it. That's our other that's our other football day around here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen, we come back. Oh my gosh, this news just absolutely just I don't know. It crushed it. Just, it really crushed us. This news. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. So. You know, one of the things, um, you know, we kind of learn this every year when we go to the state fair that, you know, for the most part, people are really fond of their radio friends and, um, you know, and just, TV friends and TV yes. friends. And, you know, you feel like you get to know people. And I remember when uh, Nancy O'Dell retired from entertainment. First, she moved from Access Hollywood to entertainment yes, she tonight. Did. And um, we were like, oh, she's not going to be on because we loved her interviews yes. and stuff. 
And and one of the people that I've come to rely on for the last like three years that I really enjoy as a, as an entertainment reporter because she so, was always so charming and engaging and asked the most like she wasn't formulaic in her questions or anything and it was Chesley Crist from Crest from um, Extra TV and I think she's been with Extra since she won. She got hired after she won um, the pageant Miss USA. Miss USA. Miss USA. And yesterday morning, there's a report that a woman had jumped off of a 29th floor building. Mm -hmm. And later in the day, it came out that it was Chesley. And I was just, all day, I was so sad because I had just watched her on... Thursday, which I would have watched it Friday morning, and she interviewed um, Lily James and Sebastian Stan about Pam and Tommy. So just this past Friday. Yes, okay. and t- said to, you know, asked Lily James, were you at all hesitant to play this role because Pamela Anderson wasn't for it? Very adamant against oh, it. And so she got a you know great answer. Then she talked to Milo Ventimiglia because in this last This Is Us season, it's really a lot of it is Jack's story. Oh, okay. and it's Jack. He's in a way like we always think: is there more Jack story? And we love when we get more Jack. So she did this wonderful interview with him, and you know talked about she brought up fatherhood. You know, does this make you want to be a father? And um, and then she brought up Mrs. Maisel and showed a clip of him and Midge, mm-hmm. and she said, "Are you the new love interest?" And he gave a great answer. And she said, "Well, we've got to talk about those thighs." Now, this was again on taped yes. on you know, saw it on yep. Friday, and um, she said, "We got to talk about those shorts." And he says, "Well, you know, Chesley, those are my thighs." And uh, it was just a moment. My she goes, "Well, you should have a a short company." And he oh, goes, "That's funny." And she goes, "We could call them Milo Thigh Highs." And he goes. That's it. You're part of the company. And I don't know. I felt absolutely heartbroken um, that she died by suicide. And I I also she had a great interview with the folks from Bubba Fett. Um, Grant, those yeah, the book of Boba Fett, yeah, mm-hmm. Boba Fett two yeah. weeks ago that was really fun mm-hmm. with the Asian actress. Mm-hmm. Since I can't think of her name. Yes. I, she just was she stood out because she was just so maybe because she'd only been doing it a couple years, but she was anchored in New York, so she was friends with, like, Gail King and well, that was Cameron what, Hall. And This I mean, morning when I saw, because I haven't, I don't watch Access, like you do. Yeah, or oh, I love Access Hollywood for Chesley. And and so I didn't even, <laughs> the name comes across, and, and then Gail King and Nate, I can't think of his name, mm-hmm. um, who used to work with her at Extra, um, they were just devastated. Oh. And, and Gail King apparently... Three years ago, when she won Miss USA, she was on the show. And it was a historic time because a black woman won Miss USA, Miss America, and Miss Teen America. And they were on with Gail King and whoever was on them. Mm-hmm. And she said, after meeting her, I immediately said, you need to give me your number. I want to know more about you. And they started a friendship. Yeah. And she was mm-hmm. a woman that she was um, getting her. She's an attorney. And she got her MBA at the same time. Always, always, always pushing herself. And so Gail said, you know, I I always would check in with her. We had great conversations. But when she found out the news that she died by suicide yesterday, she thought, what did I miss? Why? What? What did I miss? And so she made this comment, which I thought was kind of interesting. And she said 
that um, nobody saw it coming. And it's a reminder to check in with your strong friends. Your, yeah, your strong friends. Wow. Your funny friends. Yeah, yes. not, it may not be People the one. That, that it might wrong. not be the one that you think Good call. needs it. But she made both of them said because this woman was strong and that was in, in fought a fighter and blah, 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 and everything. And, you know, you just don't know. And one of the things that she had posted in this um, whatever article it's, she did. Oh, in Allure she, magazine yeah. last um, spring. She talked about the pressure of turning 30 and not feeling like she was enough or hadn't accomplished enough. And people were awful to her because she's a woman of color and she just got like a lot of venom. Like she'd get, oh, vomit emojis because people would be like, oh, what do you vomit to stay so thin on this show? Because when you're on TV, people yes. feel very comfortable to comment about your people appearance. People feel that anywhere. Anywhere, and that, or that she wasn't pretty enough. So she wrote this long thing just about, right. you know, coming around the corner. But, like, I wondered if in the last two weeks, you know, Regina King's son died by suicide and mm-hmm. Michael Madsen's son died by suicide. And the thing about suicide is that, and Chesley would have been aware of that because Extra was reporting sure. on it. And I don't... I don't recall that that uh, I don't think that there were any interviews or anything like that. It was more no, just yes, reporting on yes. it. But um, and I know this from my nephews is that when when suicide is in the news or even if it's some somebody that's well known, it makes headline. It it plants the seed, if you will, about oh well, if they could do, you know, there's just something. I don't want to say contagious, but it is almost like that. Um, like, I don't think my second nephew who took his own life, I don't know that he would have done that if he hadn't had that example from his older cousin who right. did it five years before. Right. It was like that seed got planted and, and, and extra TV, you know, they just tweeted, you know, that their hearts are broken and that is how you feel because with suicide, it it is such a shocking, devastating, you know nothing will be the same again. Mm-hmm. And you'll never have an answer to why. Mm-hmm. And you'll just never have an answer to why. No. And, that, and what did right, I miss in right, all these things? Right, and so right. I wonder if Chesley, you know, was affected by Regina King's son, that news, Michael Madsen's son's news. And, you know, it just, it just... I don't know. I felt sad about it all damn day yesterday. I was just like, well, oh, my Chesley. She was just one of my, she was my favorite. Um, yeah. Correspondent. Correspondent yep. in the entertainment thing. I just always enjoyed because mm-hmm. she would always give us something really like just unexpected in what yeah. she would ask people. And on Extra TV, a lot of people that she's interviewed are just devastated because right. they had no idea. And, I'll just say this, you know, if you or someone you need needs help, please one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, or you can um, you, there's all kinds of resources, but please don't don't do it. Reach out to somebody. Absolutely. And can you repeat that number one more time? One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. You know what's his name did the song about that um, logic? Yes. And the yes. suicide yep. hotline. Yep. The calls went up when they, that song was played, but. Um, also, I just want to plead with the media to not say committed suicide. Uh, I hate that phrase. Yeah, it's um, 
they were ill. They ended their pain. We mourned them. And by saying committed suicide, it's like you're keeping them in the darkness. We never say someone committed cancer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's so just, true. it's, it makes it easier to mourn the death if you just say they died by suicide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my thing. That's All right. true. That's tragic. Oh, oh, Chesley. I know. All right, you guys, we'll be back. Take care of yourself.